Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. I mean that in absolutely no disrespectful way. I look forward to the day when we don't necessarily have to talk every couple of weeks. It has been quite the three months here uh, between a pandemic and now what we've witnessed over the course of the past week. Uh, How do you as governor pivot from one event to the other when both are so essential? Well, it used to take it one day at a time. Now it seems like we're taking it one hour at a time. It is pretty amazing just what we've been through over the last couple of months with the you know coronavirus and the whole pandemic and then moving in to try to try to reopen our economy and continue to protect the lives and the livelihoods of all Georgians to now what we're dealing with literally on an hourly basis uh, with these protests that are going on all over the country and certainly all over the state of Georgia but Tim, we got a great team working on it. We're in constant communication with, you know, the local governments, local police departments, and law enforcement personnel. And, you know, thank the good Lord, so far so good in Georgia. We haven't, we've had very few incidences, uh, no fatalities, thank God. And um, I'm just praying it stays that way. And in terms of making sure you have the boots on the ground, you literally put the National Guard boots on the ground uh, in, in Atlanta, obviously, also here in Athens, other places around the state. How, how, how available are our resources? How plentiful are our resources? And, and how stretched are our resources? Well, I can just tell you that the uh, I talked to General Cardin about that yesterday to make sure he had the uh, the, the, the number of guardsmen, men and women that he needed. Uh, He assured me that he does. We have not used all the resources that he has available right now, so we have a lot of gas in the tank, if you will. I would hope that nobody would uh, try to test us on that. I think we've shown through the last four or five days working in conjunction with local police departments like Atlanta and Brunswick and Savannah and others that, you know, we can have peaceful protests without letting disruptors come in that have an alternative agenda, trying to take away from the message of justice. You know, we've all seen an injustice with our own eyes, uh, certainly in the George Floyd case. Um, Had a great day down in Brunswick yesterday, very peaceful demonstrations. Uh, Sheriff Neil Jump and Captain Thornwell King from the Georgia State Patrol have been working with those groups down there on protests for over a month now with no problems. And we didn't have any problems yesterday. He just sent me some pictures and, and um, you know, went really well. Joya Holmes, the prosecutor, texted me last night and thanked us for all the, you know, all the folks we had on the ground working with her team to make sure they could get in and out of the courthouse safely and just making sure everyone's protected, no matter what side of the issue that you're on. Um, you know, everybody wants justice to play out, and we want it to play out peacefully, and that's what we're going to continue to work hard to do. Governor Brian Kemp with us here this morning. Uh, give you a data point. I know you're looking at a lot of things when it comes to coronavirus and the decisions you've been making along the way here. Here's one that jumps out at me this morning. I'm seeing this from Albany. Uh, for the first time since March, uh, which is to say, what, three months now, for the first time since March, there are no coronavirus patients in Phoebe Putney Hospital in Albany. Some in another hospital in Albany, but the big 
big hospital there. They are, for the first time in three months, without a coronavirus patient. Do you take data like that and other data points that you would see and, and glean from it that we have perhaps turned a corner? Oh, every day we take those data points. Uh, Scott Steiner, the CEO of the hospital, sent me that um, press release they put out or note that they put out yesterday. That was really good news. We've been working very hard with them and Chairman Chris Cahillas down there. Uh, we're working now with them to perhaps do antibody testing on that community, but we're not letting our foot off the gas down there. We've got to continue to make sure people are following the guidance and the guidelines of public health officials. But yesterday, Tim, um, I believe I'm safe in saying this. If, if not, Cody can correct me after after the call. But I think we had the lowest number of COVID patients in hospitals as of yesterday since April the 8th. So we continue to see our numbers drop, uh, even as we see new cases obviously popping up as we continue to test. And the thing that people need to realize, and, and Dr. Toomey and I told people this two weeks ago, we knew that our number of tests would go up because we were testing nursing homes, which is what the president, the vice president, had asked us to do. We've now tested over 74 percent. It's probably higher than that today, but seven, I know at least 74 percent of our residents in nursing homes and about four, almost 45 percent of the staff. And that is a very vulnerable population. Uh, we've been targeting and focusing resources on that for a very long time with infectious disease cleaning from the guard and mobile testing units that the guard's doing. And we continue uh, to do that as well as augmenting staff when people have issues with the staff testing positive. So we're throwing a lot of resources, but we knew that would would skew our numbers somewhat. But you have to balance that out with the lowest number of COVID patients in the hospital. So, you know, we're very well prepared to to handle any kind of little bump or increase that we see or even a small spike maybe that we might have in some certain community. We're hoping we don't see that. Uh, we've learned so much, just like in Gainesville, you know, when, when their issue popped up in Gainesville, we dropped, jumped on top of that with a lot of resources, working with the locals up there, and everyone did a great job, hospital and everybody, uh, to flatten the curve, get on the back side of that, and they never reached the peak at their hospital that they thought they would. Governor Brian Kemp with us here. Okay, the legislature back uh, a week from Monday, the 15th. There, there's some discussion you had called for the 14% reduction in the budget they'll have to finalize that you would eventually sign, get us into the next fiscal year. I, I, whether this is rumor or there's some basis for the speculation, I'm hearing now the cuts may not have to be quite that deep. What's your sense there? Yeah, did uh, uh, Kelly Paul, the budget director, sent a letter to the two chairmen and I did a video addressing this with uh, the, the state employees that, that run all the different agencies, uh, telling them that we're re gonna, I'm going to be readjusting that revenue estimate, and it'll go from a 14% cut to 11 based on what we're seeing in the rebound on the, the economy and just the numbers that we see coming in. Obviously, this is very early in the process, so we don't have a good handle yet on what our revenues are going to be. But we are tracking a little ahead, a little ahead of where the the budget chairman, in conjunction with our office, kind of came up with the the original estimate. It appears we're going to be in better shape than that. Uh, so we're we're easing the pain, if you will. The state agencies were already prepared. 
as my direction at the beginning of session for a 6% cut. So really we're looking for an additional 5%. And that's still a lot, but, but it's not as much as it was. And we're continuing to work to prioritize the things that we do in state government, like public safety, health care, and certainly education as we move forward. But also continue to focus as we were before the pandemic on streamlining state government, making it more efficient, trying to figure out ways that we can use technology to do more for less. And this is a great opportunity for us to further lessen the pain of the budget by doing those type of things. And that's what I've charged my state agency heads with doing. Uh, just a couple of minutes left with Governor Brian Kemp here. Quickly, uh, I, I gather the Republican convention is not going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. It, what are the chances of getting it to Georgia? Yeah, we're still kind of working on that. I haven't heard a, a whole lot about that. Um, you know, I know the congressional delegation, the Republicans sent a letter a couple of days ago. I've certainly made you know my thoughts known that we'd love to host any or or all of the convention here in, in Georgia. You know, I, I will have to see how that plays out. I know there's a lot of people that would be excited about that, the number of hotel rooms and jobs and, you know, uh, tour buses and other things that our local business people may involve in if that were to happen. So we'll continue to work on that. And quickly, this, and we'll let you go on this one. I, I gather your office is watching a local conversation that we're having here in Athens. This business about moving, removing a Confederate monument downtown, obviously state law that would have to be brought to bear on that. Uh, what's your read on this, if any? Yeah, I, I don't really have much of a read. I tell you, I've been very busy, focused on reopening the economy. I've been on the road the last two days in Savannah and Augusta and before that, I've been in the state operations center to very late hours into the night or early in the, the morning, making sure that we continue to have the best team on the ground to deal with the protest and, and really to deal with the, the agitators that are taking advantage of these events. Um, so we have to look into, into more of that. But I wanted to just also, Tim, tell people in Athens, I know there's been a lot of rumors and, uh, and other things running around. We've taken all of those to our intelligence um, folks through the State Operations Center over at GEMA, and we're running those down. I spoke to Sheriff Barry last night. I talked to Mayor Gertz about this weekend. I know that we have been in communication with Chief Spruill, and we're going to keep people in Athens safe uh, this weekend. You know, I would urge anybody that has a different agenda not to show up, because if they do, they're going to see a strong show of force that's going to be there to help protect those that want to protest peacefully. That is our goal. But we're also going to protect the people and the property of those citizens in Athens over the weekend. Governor Brian Kemp, thanks so much for your time this morning. Best of luck. Stay safe. Have a great day. Thank you. 817.